The Falcons have traded away Julio Jones. So I'll make you a deal. I'll see you again in 10 years when they trade away Kyle Pitts. Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Uh, Falcons be singing this about mediocrity. Hello, mediocrity, my old friend. Grassi, and today has been finalized that the Atlanta Falcons will be finally trading Julio Jones to the Tennessee Titans. There's a lot to break down with this deal, just in terms of compensation, also what the Titans are going to look like, and the Falcons, well, yeah, it's going to be nothing good for you. So let's start off with the compensation. So the Atlanta Falcons heading into this wanted a first-round pick. They wanted to avoid trading him to the NFC, which they were able to complete that second part. However, in terms of compensation, they got a 2022 second, a 2023 fourth, and the Titans received Julio Jones and a sixth rounder in 2023. And the immediate reaction that I had was, that's it? Okay, I thought they'd be able to potentially pull off a first rounder. And it makes even less sense to me because the Titans, I think, are going to be a playoff contending team this year, even though their defense is meh. But that offense now, like that second rounder is not going to be worth a lot if it's near the end of the second round, but that's neither here nor there. You also have to take into account the contract because immediately after this deal was announced, Packer fans started hitting me up going, we couldn't give a second rounder for Julio. What are the Packers doing? Damn it, Cody! People forget that Julio Jones is due $15.3 million this season, and that is fully guaranteed. He's also going to be over a $19 million cap hit for the 2022 and 2023 season. So yeah, folks, we don't really have a lot of money. With this trade, the Titans are going to have to do some restructuring. Maybe it's going to be Ryan Tannehill. They're just going to have to do a lot of magic voodoo to try and make their contract numbers work because yeah, Julio Jones is an expensive man. On top of the contract, you take a look. He's 32 years old. He has an injury history. Obviously, he was injured last year, even though when he came back, he did play really well. And I will say that I think the Titans got a good deal. And the Falcons, I mean, this was going to happen ever since Julio Jones uh, went on Shannon Sharp's show and was like, yeah, I'm out of there. Probably not knowing that he was on live TV, but that was another episode. We already talked about that. So currently, Julio Jones has three years left on his deal. They do have an out after the 2022 season in case something goes terribly wrong. But for the Falcons, again, it frees up a bunch of cap space for them. So, you know, they're able to, you know, sign draft picks and stuff. But it is a little bit of a head scratcher in terms of the Kyle Pitts pick. I assume they're thinking that Kyle Pitts is going to replace Julio Jones. I know he's a tight end, but a lot of people have also scouted him as a wide receiver, as a generational talent. And so, yeah, I mean, you do have Calvin Ridley, Matt Ryan, who can still play, and now you have Kyle Pitts. But to say that they have definitely lost a lot of firepower with the absence of Julio Jones, I think is an understatement. So with the Falcons, I don't know what you do with that team. I mean, they could have gotten a quarterback of the future, but I would think that this was an all-in pick with the selection of Kyle Pitts, so where they go from here, I'm not too sure. Now, for the Titans, 
Man, this team just became real interesting. They got Ryan Tannehill, who is grossly underrated. You have Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, who spent a bunch of time campaigning for Julio Jones to come to Tennessee. And now you have Julio Jones. This offense just got scarier in that you have Derrick Henry. Oh, okay, you're going to stack the box. Well, now we have Julio Jones and A.J. Brown. Oh, you're going to go and potentially cover those guys? Well, guess what? Now we have Derrick Henry. So, yeah, you have a... uh, two-headed monster in an offense, and I think that they're going to be a lot of fun to watch. Like I said, their defense is very meh. You have them going up against the Colts to try to see who's going to win the South because Texans and Jaguars fans, you know that that's not going to happen for you. Those are going to be some really, really interesting games. I took a look at the Titans' schedule again. They do have a very difficult schedule, so I think it's still going to be an uphill battle for them. But once they restructure some money, I think that the Titans are kind of like putting this on an all-in move too. Like They're trying to win a Super Bowl right now. Can they with that defense? I think that will be the question. And uh, we're going to get some fun games this season. I mean, week one is the Cardinals versus the Titans. That's going to be great. So the Falcons are left with about $7.7 million in dead money. Are they competitive? We'll see. Titans, I think they just got a whole lot more competitive, but they also might be mortgaging the future a little bit. But if it gets them a ring, it'll be worth it. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How do you feel about this trade? you think the Titans won out on it? you think the Falcons won out on it? How do you think this is going to affect the Falcons? How do you think it's going to affect the Titans? Let me know what you think. You can always send me at TomGrassyComedy.com or TomGrassyComedy on all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go! Go!